to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. Uh, today, let's talk, Valerie. Um, you were talking uh, today before we worked out about the hip and and what we go through as um we start getting pain in our hip and we go to our chiropractor and our pt person and we say my hip hurts my hip hurts and they give us a stretch for it right but you had a great example of of why that maybe we need to rethink that a little bit well my thought was this and by the way guys i'm just like everybody else like as soon as something hurts i want it to stop hurting Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want to get out of pain and i want to get back to my movement which is kind of where we all are And so I was that person too. Like I used to run and I'd get pain like in the back of my knee or my hamstring. So I would stretch and stretch and stretch the back of my knee and my hamstring. And everyone's like, oh, you have tight hamstrings. So here I kept stretching my hamstring, but then every time I would go running, I'd have that same exact pain. And like, I knew it would even be coming. I would start to feel it. So I would stop and stretch my hamstring since that's what I was told to do, right? Well, the reality was it had nothing to do with my hamstring. The reality was it was all really to do with my feet that was affecting my hamstring, that was affecting my hips. And what you realize as you, as you, especially when you get into this with us, we're one unit, like our body is one body weight. You know, we're all connected and our structure starts at, at the bottom. Really, if you think about it, like what's connected to the ground is the foot. Right, that's so, what you were talking about. You were yeah, standing so up I'm there. like, if I'm standing on my feet and my feet aren't really able to hold my, say my body weight, because that's what they're supporting, which in running means that I'm out of alignment of some sort, right? I'm out of my running pose. Then I'm going to, I might feel the pain somewhere else. It might be a pain in my hip, but if you keep telling me to strengthen my hip or stretch my hip or do all these things to my hip, but we're never discussing the foot, which is actually what's supporting my body weight, then how do I you see what I mean? I'm not going to really correct the, the root of the problem, if right. you will. So you, so you believe in working on the foot and then working up, like you were talking about, we've talked about before, right. working up the, the right. chain. Like if you have, is work up the chain. That doesn't mean we don't want to work on your hips, guys. It means that we want to make sure the foot is also structurally sound. Can your foot support your body weight in walking and running and everything? Not in sitting, right? <laughs> <laughs> but in walking and in running, and we all, you know, like we're always like, Things like tight hips, right? Mm-hmm. Such a conversation. Tight back. The minute you stand up, what do you guys feel? Yeah. Oh, I need to stretch my hips. I need yeah. to stretch my back. And we don't think, oh, I need to do something with my feet because I'm about to stand on them. Yeah. I'm about to run on them. And um, here, a fun, simple test. Like we all did this, guys. And you could do this too. You can have your shoes on or off, but can you lift your big toe independent of the rest of your toes? Just a random thought. And this is a communication, right? Because Right now, you're either thinking, oh, that's really strange. I've never done that. Or my foot doesn't do that, which we saw, by the way. The reason this conversation started, right? We had a woman. She has plantar fasciitis. Uh, She went to see somebody, and, of course, they told her, your calves are tight. Uh, Even though the pain is in her plantar, right? The calves are tight. And then now it's, you know, do some hip exercises, whatever I said, whatever that the, the physio said. So I asked her just really quickly, can you lift your big toe independent of the rest of your toes? She could not. Yeah. On either foot, by the way. And I said to her, 
here's this doctor that A, was talking to her already about a boot or restricting movement in the foot. She doesn't even have movement in the foot. And you want to, you see what yeah. I mean? And just opening up her communication with her foot allowed her to realize, wow, I've been holding this tension in my foot. I didn't even know. Yeah. And you see, so it's that conversation starts. Well, since meeting you, um, you know, I'll get, if I've been sitting too much, my legs get like tingly. So um, I used to go up and just roll my IT bands, right? But then after meeting you, I roll my IT bands a little bit, but then I get my tune-up ball, right? And I put it on my foot and I stand there and I, and I really get my foot going and then I roll a little bit more my IT bands, but I feel it all the way up my, my chain, right? So when my lower back is hurting, I don't try to stretch my lower back. I actually try to stretch my feet and I try to stretch my IT band all the way up because I feel like you start to realize that we're all connected as one unit. Right. And it all goes together. Now, speaking of the fact that we're standing on our feet, that's what's connected to the ground. Um, what about the idea of like, as I put on weight, my arch dropped, okay? it's I wouldn't say I have flat feet, but I definitely do not have an arch in my foot like I used to. Can I get that back as I start to lose weight? Or is that physically now impossible? I flattened my foot with the weight I put on. Oh, sure. And in fact, you know, pregnant women go through that, oh, yeah. you know, anybody that goes through weight loss, sometimes uh, a lot of women, including me, have a half size foot bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's the, the really great part about your body is it wants to be correct. It wants to be corrected. Right. So when something like that happens, Absolutely. What's, what starts to happen is you, as you were gaining the weight, obviously the arch is called a, it's called like a collapse. Like okay. it just physically cannot keep holding that weight anymore. And so it adapts by kind of lengthening out right, to right. try to hold more weight. So then as you're losing the weight, of course, it's very happy. Yeah. <laughs> but also you start doing the strengthening exercises for the arch itself. There's so many great exercises. And so they have to be again, consistent they have to be repeated often and you start to strengthen that calf, the arch, the foot itself, the just the foot strength. Yes, the arch will absolutely start to regain its shape. And by the way, guys, it is all connected because as you're strengthening the foot, we also do hip strengthening exercises and literally they're called what they are, hip strengthening exercises. And I'm not talking about squats and lunges. I'm talking about the hip itself, just like the foot itself. So some people will say things like, oh, well, I work out barefoot or I'll go running barefoot. Mm -hmm. And then that strengthens my feet. Well, sure, it strengthens proprioception and absolutely it will have some strength benefits. But we're talking about specificity, foot specificity, hip specificity, so that we do this for you so that you can stay connected, right, as a unit. And so as you're strengthening the foot, strengthening the hip, and also the rest of the body, guys, the whole body, then yes, your body will start to regain that natural elasticity back. Okay, one last thing before we before we end this podcast. I wanna talk about the difference between, like you were talking about, I'm gonna do a hip stretch. And you said something that really just, pew, like made my head explode um, in a Zoom. You were talking about flexibility versus mobility we're not trying to be more flexible we're trying to be more mobile explain what that difference is uh, so mobility is range of motion my ability to move the joint through its full range of motion this is what every one of us needs to be able to move you know so like your hip is a ball and socket joint so it needs full rotational movement same with the arm the ankle you know the knee is a hinge joint 
So if in all of my joints I have full range of motion, that's mobility. And that's done through mobility exercises, um, you know, arm circles, wrist circles, where you're actually moving the joint. So we actually call that dynamic stretching, if you will, or dynamic flexibility. Flexibility itself is the muscle's ability to move through a range. So like people that can do the splits, for example, mm -hmm. have an amazing amount of hip flexibility to be able to do the splits. The difference with that is the function. Do we need to be flexible for what we're wanting to do? You see, a ballerina needs that flexibility. Right. A runner needs range of motion. And a runner needs for their hips to be able to move through a full range of motion and their ankles. They do not need to be able to do the splits. So lack of flexibility in a runner is not your limiting factor. Right. But unable to be able to move the joint through its full range of motion is. So then we address that through the way we actually ask you to stretch and mobilize your body. Okay. So that was just the, I just wanted to wrap it up with that, that kind of thought when we're, when we're looking for that fix for our hip, or we say, I have tight hips. It's not about a stretch per se. It's not about increasing the flexibility of our hip. It's really about increasing the range of motion within Correct. the hip. And you want to actually look for more mobility, less flexibility. Okay, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit.